Charlie, you said you'd be responsible for getting hell off to school this year. Don't know why you have to get us all up at Sparrowfart because you can't sleep. Tom griped as he stumbled past, bleary-eyed on his way to the bathroom. He hadn't buttoned his pyjama top, and a stream of light through the kitchen window highlighted the pallor of his skin. It also showed a stomach beginning to pot and a slackening of his muscles. Yet even with his fair hair sticking up in greasy clumps, courtesy of yesterday's Californian poppy hair oil and the morning glare diluting the deep blueness of his eyes, he would turn most women's heads. But Hannah preferred the tanned, wiry body and angular good looks he'd brought home from Darwin when his role in the war ended. She thought he was still handsome, but the rest had gone. The tan, the wiriness, 18 years of marriage. Like the passion, the loving glances, the long foreplay... Now it was a beer-smelling wham-bam like last night. She hated nights like last night. There's no reason for you to get up, she said. But the rest of us have things to do. I promised Grandma I'd help with an inventory of the herb, seeing as she won't be open for business today, and I have to make up some cod liver oil emulsion before Herb Day on Sunday. Ten ounces of cod liver oil, six ounces of glycerin, a little tin of condensed milk, and one and a half gallons of lime water. Hal chanted as he entered the kitchen. And Ali won't have to be responsible for me, see? He indicated his grey shorts and shirt, the long socks held up by elastic bands, and the well-polished, if rather shabby, shoes. I can get ready by myself. I'm nine now, remember? Of course you are, love. It's just that you usually need a bit of prodding to get you out of bed and moving along. And you get an excellent for the emulsion recipe... Hannah told her foster son, and leaned down to receive a good-morning kiss on the cheek when he stood on tiptoe and lifted his face. She kissed his forehead as she straightened, but her action was a little too quick, trying to gloss over an initial hesitancy. She didn't want to hurt his feelings, but she was still trying to get accustomed to these demonstrations of affection, something Hal had started after spending a few days with cousin Maria and her tribe of kids. Hannah considered herself to be affectionate, but she showed it with a smile, her eyes, words. She wasn't, never had been, a kissy, huggy kind of person. That, she believed, was through no fault of her own. Growing up, she'd had no role model as far as that sort of thing was concerned. Her parents had rarely done either. Her grandmother never. It's the English coming out in us, Grandma Aide once said, and Hannah could see the truth of that. The only demonstrative member of her extended family was cousin Maria, whose mother's ancestry was Italian. Marie and her greeting and farewell hugs tended to make Hannah feel awkward, though, thanks to Hell, she was learning to overcome this inherited reserve. Tom had paused at the door to watch the exchange. His expression altered from annoyed to what seemed to be wistful, and Hannah wondered if he wished she'd greet him like that of a morning. As if that would happen, she thought. Though maybe if he stayed out of the pub for a week I might think about it. Seeing as you got a day off, uh, I reckon we could do something for your birthday, he said when she raised an eyebrow at him. You know, just the two of us like we used to. The zoo maybe, or a picnic. I'll even do the museum if you twist me arm. His offer caught her unawares, and he looked so vulnerable standing there with both hands bunching the front opening of his pyjama pants together that her tongue caught behind her teeth, holding back a quick, smart answer about having no money for those things. Mainly because of his unwillingness to find another job. He'd walked out on the last one four weeks ago, but what would be the use of bringing that up now? 
I promise, Grandma, she said instead. I can make the emulsion, Hal offered as he slid onto a chair at his usual spot closest to the wood stove. Nobody else wanted to sit at that end of the table. Not in summer, anyway. I'll get an electric stove one of these days, Hannah promised herself, smiling at Hal's pleased-as-punch look when Tom crossed to his side and said, Good on you, mate, as he ruffled the boy's hair. Hal looked up, matching his grin, and Hannah paused in the middle of setting the table, struck by a sudden realisation that the older Hal grew, the more he resembled Tom. Hal had lived with them since the age of two, and she'd almost forgotten that she and Tom weren't his birth parents. She knew his mother, but not the identity of his father, and most of the time she couldn't care less. But at times like this, she couldn't help wondering if it was someone from Tom's extended family. If he hadn't been away in the army around the time of Hal's conception, she might have started asking questions. What? Tom challenged as she continued.